Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Hello, friends. This is Terry from Texas with another Terry's Mysterious Moments. The name of this episode is New or Just Good at Hiding. History, as we know, is full of discoveries. For instance, Columbus discovered the New World, even though... Mankind had been here way long before then, and that was from transiting across the Bering Land Bridge and up to and beyond suspected Viking settlements in the far northeast of Canada and the United States. Various other discoveries, usually credited to Europeans traveling westward and simply coming upon places they'd never heard of and certainly had never seen before. Gold was discovered in California and the Yukon, but the discoveries weren't because those items suddenly, poof, appeared, but because they were revealed, having been in situ since the foundation of the world, in some ways, and others, such as oil, having been created over eons. But there are some discoveries like Piltdown Man, a 1912 discovery in England, ain't so on the up and up. An amateur fossil hound found some teeth, part of a jawbone, and various other bone fragments, and worked up the idea of a half-million-year-old human ancestor he called Piltdown Man. Letdown Man was more like it. But the same thing happens in the area of flora and fauna, of plants and animals. A bush that's never seen before is suddenly hailed as the newest, greatest discovery of the entire history of the earth. Or an ugly little creepy crawly is seen in the jungles of the Amazon or Southeast Asia, and it's the critter that's going to save the planet. Except that it's not, and it doesn't. But recently, new species of plants and animals have been discovered, all of which were already extant, but had stayed very well hidden. According to our best estimates, we only know about 10% of existing species on Earth. And it's not only tiny insects being discovered. Even among mammals, there is still a lot to be found out. We might only know about 80% of them, although personally, I call that estimate greatly inflated. Each year, some 200 new species are discovered, and recent history has been especially fruitful. In the tiny central Indonesian archipelago of Wakatobi, a group of researchers discovered a new species belonging to the family Nectarinidae of passerine birds, the Wakatobi sunbird. 
According to scientists, these islands, this archipelago, is a treasure that needs protecting because they are home to many endemic bird species that are yet to be discovered. Wouldn't argue that point much at all. Perhaps whether or not you are fans, you will remember the famous chocolate frogs in the Harry Potter series. A new species of frog discovered in the Peruvian Amazon rainforest is highly reminiscent of those magical treats. It has been nicknamed the tapir frog, T-A-P-I-R, tapir frog, because of its very unusual nose. It's a little extended. Local communities have long known about this animal, but science didn't. And thanks to this species, an area of forest will now be protected. But I still wouldn't want to sample those critters. On first hearing its name, it might sound like the queen's hedgehog could be an animal, but it's actually a fungus known as Hiddenum albidum. For over 130 years, it was thought to be widespread in both Europe and America, but genetic analyses have revealed clear differences between the two variants. It has been named queen's hedgehog in part because of the soft white spikes under its cap but also in honor of Queen Elizabeth II. This next plant is an enormous water lily with leaves that reach over three meters in length. That's about nine feet. The surface is so buoyant that it can even support the weight of a small child. In early 2022, Victoria boliviana was distinguished from the other two giant species of water lilies. Victoria Amazonica and Victoria Cruziana. It has been classified as vulnerable and its conservation will thus require a lot of attention. I don't know if they're that big and a kid can ride on them. I think they're pretty safe, honestly. This one is a case where genetic and microscopic differences have enabled, for the first time in history, a researcher in the Maldives to discover this new species, a dazzling rainbow-colored fish. An unsettling fact relating to this discovery is that the fish was widely sold as an aquarium fish before its unique status was discovered. There's been a species named sloth for centuries, millennia, but thanks to DNA analysis and some behavioral differences, that species has now been subdivided into two different species. The new species, called the Southern Maned Sloth, has a flat round head reminiscent of a coconut. The term crinitis indicates the animal's thick fur, which creates a perfect home for mites, algae, roaches, and moths. This sloth is endemic to Brazil's Atlantic forest. I don't think it would be a good house pet. There have been a whopping new group of eight species of gecko, which have been discovered in Madagascar, all a couple of centimeters long. Until recently, they had been grouped under the name Ligodactylus madagascariensis, 
but scientists believe that as many as 18 different genetic differentiations may exist. Madagascar is a treasure trove of endemic species. However, the risk is that they will be lost before they are even described, and not one of them has an odd accent or shields for insurance. There's a new species of anemone that has been discovered in Japanese waters. Its distinctive feature is that it seems to live only on the shell of one species of hermit crab. On the shells, rather. In this case, scientists believe that this is a case of symbiosis in which one of the species requires the other for its survival. The anemone protects the hermit crab from predators and in return, it receives transportation to new feeding grounds. Can you believe a YouTuber discovered a new form of tarantula? It is possible because it happened. This is the case of the arachnid nicknamed Bambutula, discovered by Thai naturalist YouTuber Jocho Sipawat whose channel has over 3 million subscribers. The tarantula lives inside bamboo stalks, but only in bamboo plants belonging to the genus Gigantocloa. On the small island of Principe in the Gulf of Guinea, a new species of scopsowl has been discovered. There are approximately 1,000 individuals present on this island and for this reason, researchers suggested that the IUCN list the species as critically endangered. Its call is highly distinctive. A loud twoo repeated very quickly, sounding almost like a noise made by an invertebrate. A breathtaking discovery has been made in Borneo with the sighting of a black-browed acolyte an endemic bird species for the first time in 172 years. Also in Brazil's Atlantic forest, there's a tree named the Eugenia Piranha Panamensis. It has bright yellow-orange fruit that bears a striking taste to sour cherries with a slight hint of eucalyptus, and they call it a new species but only three specimens have been found. Eugenia piranha panamensis is a member of the myrtle family, and it grows in the province of Sao Paulo and is considered critically endangered, and only 7% of the Atlantic forest remains today, having been raised by agriculture, namely cattle ranching and farming for corn soybeans, and cotton. New to science frog species have been found in Ecuador and named in honor of Seth MacFarlane, the U.S. film and television creator responsible for the show Family Guy. Well, this goes to show that not all scientists are old coots, nor do they have a good sense of taste when naming their finds. This frog's vibrant patterns likely serve as a warning sign of its toxicity, with researchers reporting burning and tingling skin after collecting the first specimen. 
The frog was found as part of an expedition to catalog and protect species in the Andes. Researchers have only found four specimens of this frog, all within a few square meters of a ridgeline atop Cerro Mayordomo, a mountain on the edge of the Amazon basin. Ecuador's forests are home to more than 600 known species of frogs and more being described every year. Six other new-to-science species of frogs have been found on Cerro Mayordomo alone. Taxonomists describe thousands and thousands of new but extant, which means they're living now, species every year. And 2023 has been has already seen some amazing new discoveries. Sometimes these creatures are completely new ones that have never been studied by scientists before. And sometimes it's a case of a species and its subspecies being examined more closely, thus realizing there is a difference. And it's agreed upon that they ought to be separate species. And paleontologists are also describing new species that they've studied from bones, fossils, and amber. However, paleontology is the one I take umbrage at because they'll pick up a jawbone, three inches long, four inches long, with four or five teeth in it, and then they will proceed to create an entire creature out of that. Now, I don't know the rules of paleontology and, and naming animals and describing animals, so I can, I can say I don't know. But to me, if you've only got a tooth or a jaw, don't give me a 70-foot dinosaur. Sometimes species are named after the characteristics or the region in which they're found. However, sometimes scientists like to have a bit more fun and species have been named after celebrities, including over 40 species named after the great naturalist Sir David Attenborough. The concept of a species is arguably the most fundamental in biology. It is surprising then that it has caused scientists so much head-scratching that Charles Darwin wanted to do away with the concept altogether, considering it to be defining the indefinable. And if anyone knew anything about defining the indefinable, that would be Charles Darwin. The most used definition of species centers on interbreeding, stating that a species is a group within which two individuals can breed to produce fertile offspring. Now, like a donkey and a horse can breed and create a mule. That mule is a hybrid, therefore it's sterile, in theory. In general, this definition holds water, but it can lead to surprising groupings. For example, due to climate change, polar bears and grizzly bears have been coming into contact and producing fertile young. But my question is this, are they called growler bears? Or are they posleys? The focus on sex also leaves out organisms that can reproduce asexually. Other definitions consider ancestry, though where the line should be drawn is unclear. 
are we the same species as our supposed water-dwelling ancestors? Further definitions focus on ecology, geography, and physiology. Yes, discovery itself can be a mysterious word. Is something existent or something that is living now listed as a discovery just because someone happened on it? More than likely. Or is a scientist in a lab who compounds a new chemical? Is that, should that be called a discovery? I say that discovery is indeed a loaded word. Well, that's all I have for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was fun bringing it to you. Be back with us again when I bring back another Terry's Mysterious Moments with interesting information, maybe stuff you know, but still could be interesting. I appreciate you stopping in today. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.